Welcome to the Everyday Ironman podcast, where we normally talk to real athletes just like you and me that are working to complete an incredible goal. My name is Mike Bosch, and in this episode, I'm going to give you an update of where I am currently in my training. First of all, my hip is better. Regular listeners of the show know that I have been dealing with a tight, probably we'll just say a hip flexor uh, for several months, and I went to the chiropractor, I went and saw an Arosti. I've been doing a lot of physical therapy, which basically consists of foam rolling uh, almost every single day, very specific uh, stretching, really concentrating on my psoas muscle. And then I've also been doing yoga two to three times a week, which I have recently found is not really designed to increase your flexibility, but it's designed to really showcase how flexible you are. Uh, And then also, I I believe that I am fully recovered from COVID. COVID really took uh, an impact on me more than I probably wanted to admit to. Uh, I didn't really feel like I had any symptoms, but after uh, taking the prescribed medicine and having tested positive, uh, I did find myself uh, struggling to get back to, uh, I'll just say, uh, a condition level that I was prior to. I felt like uh, when I went out for a run in particular, I would become tired a lot more easily than I had in the past. But I feel like all of that is behind me now. So we are officially one week out from Iron Man 70.3 Texas, where Eric, Lindsay, and I are going to be competing as a relay team. Uh, hopefully, you are well aware that I am doing the swim, Lindsay is doing the bike, and then Eric is doing the run. Uh, I did speak to uh, Eric and Lindsay separately on Wednesday. And I don't want to say that they are having pre-race nerves or any any level of an anxiety, but I think they have probably a little bit of that nervous anticipation of what is expected when you're doing something for the very first time. I think um, talking to Lindsay, I think her uh, main concern is the wind. Um, She is pretty competitive, and she has a particular mile per hour in mind that she wants to be able to maintain, and she has a certain level of concern uh, whether the wind is going to play a factor on that. Um, She has uh, been training. She has been doing indoor rides and on her trainer and getting outdoors and doing some outdoor rides. She actually has plans to do an outdoor ride Um, next week. Eric, on the other hand, is dealing with a a calf. Um, He didn't describe it as an injury, uh, didn't describe it as a strain, um, more probably of a nuisance um, because he's had, it's not something that is going to prevent him from continuing to train. Uh, He did get in uh, a 12 mile run on Sunday. Um, He didn't, uh, he didn't complete the 12 miles in his overall goal, he was. He said he was pretty strong through the first 10, and then the last two miles, um, his pace dropped off considerably. So there's still time. Um, I feel like, you know, the excitement of race day and all that 
we'll be able to carry him through. But he's got a pretty solid plan of kind of a, of a walk run that he's going to implement um, from the very beginning. So I'm feeling pretty confident with my uh, my two uh, relay teammates that they have put in all of the necessary work and they're taking this very seriously. And I know that they are going to um, represent well. I, uh, responsible for the swim, which is the the discipline that I like the least, I guess is the best way to say that. Um, I have really been concentrating on that since um, running the Caltel Marathon um, at the end of February. Uh, I signed up for the uh, Effortless Swimming Five-Day Catch Challenge, and I have been um, concentrating on doing uh, each day multiple times a week. So while I've been working on the Catch Challenge for probably uh, four or five weeks, I'm still really working on day three. I want to make sure that I have uh, really, really drilled the muscle memory into my body of how to how to get a good catch. Uh, one of the exciting things as part of that is I had to use the front snorkel. Uh, the front snorkel is something that I bought probably three years ago, and it's been in my uh, swim bag. Um, I've just never been able to use it, and. Ironically, I have a, a friend that I have made through Instagram, and she had commented that she was struggling with the front snorkel as well, and somebody pointed out um, to get a nose clip. And I can't believe that I didn't think of that uh, without it having to be brought forward because I had a nose clip when I first started swimming and I was told not to use it. Um, but when using the front snorkel, um, I have found that it does make it at least uh, tolerable for me. Uh, so I don't have that fear of breathing in water through my nose, uh, and I'm able to use the front snorkel and really concentrate on my my hand position. So what that means is I have officially used all the tools in my swim bag. So I'm really, uh, I'm really excited about that. And um, I have to admit... Uh, I had mentioned a couple of weeks ago that my weight goal was to be at 165 pounds by race day. I was probably, if I'm from memory, I think it was about 170 out of five pounds to lose. And it's mainly because um, I want to be comfortable in my my wetsuit. I don't want my wetsuit to be too constricting. Um, I don't want to add any more anxiety than necessary. So as of this morning, uh, I am currently just under 167 pounds. So I've lost a little over three pounds. I'm feeling good. I don't know that I'll get to the 165 by next week, but I'll be close enough, right? I think I think I'll be able to uh, to manage uh, with the way the the suit fits at uh, at that weight. So. Open water swim, uh, because I'm in Texas and we've had some crazy cold weather, um, is not something that I've been able to do as of yet. There is an opportunity to do that Saturday uh, or tomorrow, and I'm hoping to be able to take advantage of that. The local uh, play try in Dallas uh, facilitates an open water swim at a local lake at the Lake Louisville at Pier 121, if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, on Saturday mornings, it's $10. You can drop in. They have, um, you know, they, they'll, they'll put buoy markers out there 
and they'll have a group of people so you're not out swimming by yourself. I really, uh, more than anything else, um, I want to practice a little bit of my open water sighting. Uh, I can obviously, uh, I can wear my wetsuit in the pool just to get a sense of how my body moves in the suit, and I'll definitely do that next week. But I want to be able to uh, do a little bit of practice of open water sighting because that is definitely something that I struggle with continuously. And it's a combination of the fact that I don't have great vision. I do have corrective goggles that I'll use, but I think it's uh, it's more of being cognizant of lifting my head up every fourth stroke to be able to make sure that I am on um, the right path. So uh, in addition to that, uh, and in addition to my, um, my normal training this weekend, my wife and I have signed up for a, a virtual 5K. Um, so it's the Lake of the Ozarks in reference to uh, the Netflix series Ozark. Um, so it's the Lake of the Ozarks virtual 5K, and we are planning on getting that done this weekend. Uh, we're going to do it together. Um, we're going to do it at my wife's pace, so it's going to be a nice, fun uh, adventure for us. And then um, I'll just be able to hang another medal on my my display rack. So it's a pretty cool. It's a pretty cool medal. So if you haven't uh, if you haven't done any virtual 5Ks, or if you're a fan of the Ozarks uh, Netflix show, you might want to check that out. So what do we have on tap uh, for next week? Now I have normal training. Uh, I'll, I'll be working um, as well. And I have my normal, you know, swim, bike, run. Um, but as far as my travel schedule, uh, I am going to travel to Galveston on Thursday night. We'll just say thir- late, late Thursday afternoon or Thursday night. I am fortunate enough that my wife and I own a small condo uh, in Galveston that actually overlooks Babes Beach, which is about two and a half miles from the race venue. So I'm going to be very, very close to Moody Gardens where the race is uh, going to take place because I'm going to be going back and forth to the race venue quite a bit. Um, Now, Friday morning, um, I have a scheduled swim workout. So I will drive uh, probably 40 minutes in towards Houston um, to the closest LA Fitness so that I can get in my scheduled uh, swim. Uh, I believe it's a broken 150s. Um, so it's a, it's a high stress workout for me. So that'll be fun. Right. And then I'm pretty excited. I'm going to, I'm going to get to have lunch with my youngest son, Colby, uh, Friday afternoon. Um, he's got a couple of options picked out. Now, obviously I'm only doing the swim, so I'm not super particular about my food consumption on Friday. I'll be responsible, but I'm not worried about eating, uh, you know, anything, this or that. Um, so we'll just have a good time. And then Friday uh, afternoon or into the evening, I am actually uh, volunteering at Athlete Check-In. So if you are racing uh, Ironman 70.3 Texas this weekend and you're checking in Friday afternoon, maybe I will see you at the venue. And then, of course, I'll, I'll go back to the condo, get, you know, get a good night's sleep Saturday morning. Um, I'll go back to race venue because I'm volunteering at bike check-in. So I've got, I think, the early shift. I'm 8.30, I'm sorry, 8.45 to 12.45. Uh, I love bikes. Anybody that knows 
uh, or follows the show. So that'll be an interesting um, that'll be an interesting experience, I'm sure. Hopefully, I won't get caught up in talking to people about bikes, and I'll be able to help get everybody through. Uh, the process, and I won't be the um, the slow lane, so to speak, uh, at bike check in. And then I will meet up with uh, Eric and Lindsay. Uh, we have uh, to check in as a team, um, and we are scheduled to check in uh, between one and two, which works out really good because we will then attend athlete briefing uh, in the West Lot at two o'clock. Uh, being that this is my first time on a relay. And both Eric and Lindsay's very first time racing Ironman, we definitely want to make sure that we attend athlete briefing. I am not as worried about um, Eric because you you basically just he's doing the run. You follow course marking, right? You just follow the person in front of you, type of thing. Um, probably the biggest concern is don't litter outside of the zone. But for Lindsay, I want to make sure that she hears all of the bike safety rules, in particular uh, the drafting zones, right? Because she will be on fresh legs. I want to make sure that she is adhering to these, I believe to be now six bike length, uh, no drafting zone, or that's what it was in Waco. So I just want to make sure that we are clear on all of those rules. And then from there, um, we will go over and get Lindsay's bike checked in. Uh, and then we will talk through as a group our plan um, for both T1 and T2. Um, from what I read um, in the athlete guide, the relay team passes the timing chip between each discipline. So when I come out of the water, I really don't have any plans to even take my wetsuit off. Uh, I will probably wear my goggles um, so that I can see a little bit. And then my sole goal would be to um, get to her as quick as possible, help her get her uh, or help her get the timing chip on. And then I will see her, uh, I will see her off. Um, so the rest of Saturday after that is just free time. I'm going to visit the Ironman Village. And then, of course, I'm hoping um, to meet up with a few of the athletes that I've met uh, along the way. Um, if you're going to be in Galveston and you want to meet up on Saturday night, just uh, send me a, a direct message on Instagram and see if we can work out those um, details. Uh, Sunday morning, uh, transition is going to open at five. Now, I don't think I will be there at five, uh, but I will make plans to meet up with Lindsay and make sure she, she is all set uh, for bike, make sure that we um, review her tire pressure, make sure that her bike is set in a, in a, in a gear that she's comfortable with that she can take off on. Um, we won't, or I don't know yet. We'll should find out in briefing, uh, and we can talk through, is she going to leave her shoes clipped to her pedals or is she going to wear her shoes? So we'll walk, you know, we'll, we'll make sure we're all set up for that. According to the, um, schedule of events, the race is scheduled to start, at 645, um, which means that I probably won't enter the water until 730 or so, um, at least based on uh, Waco. I believe that it's going to be a self-seated swim. And while I believe that I can swim uh, just the swim portion faster than I would if I was doing all three disciplines, uh, I still am going to properly seed myself uh, and, and I would anticipate that I'm going to finish around the 40 minute mark. I would love to come in 
39.59 or better, but um, based on um, all the conditions that I know and my current swim performance, at least during training, probably somewhere between uh, 42, 43 minutes is where I'm going to finish up. Now, after the swim, and I'm sure that Lindsay is safely off on the bike course, I will probably go back to my condo and shower and change, right? So that's one of the many benefits of being so close to the race venue. I'm, I think, two and a half miles away. I plan to bring my bike with me. I probably won't bring uh, my TT bike. I will bring my Trek uh, mountain bike, and I will just ride back and forth between the race venue and my condo so I don't have to worry about finding a parking spot or traffic or anything like that. Now, I'll adhere to all traffic rules. Uh, I'll make sure I have my helmet on and all that, but uh, I'm probably just going to ride my bike back and forth. Um, and then I'll head back to, after showering and change, and I'll head back to Lindsay Gardens. Uh, and I should be there in time to see Lindsay make the handoff to Eric uh, in T2. Uh, and then after that, uh, I'm actually volunteering at the finish line from 1.30 to 5. So depending on how long it takes me to swim and Lindsay to bike, I may or may not get to cheer on some athletes along the run course. Now, the run course is very spectator-friendly. It's a three-loop course around the Moody Gardens uh, complex. Um, so there's there's plenty of opportunities to to cheer athletes on. And I hope to be able to do that, but it's really just going to depend on uh, the timing because I am planning on hanging the medal on some necks of some incredible athletes. I mean, I obviously, I, I, I hope to be able to uh, hang Eric's uh, medal around his neck, but there's also some other athletes that have medal on the way, and I know there's going to be some incredible athletes on course, um, and I'm hoping to be able to, uh, to get the opportunity to do that. And then Sunday evening after, um, I'm sure after we've cleaned up, uh, we've gotten something to eat, um, Eric, Lindsay, and I are going to sit down and we're going to record our race recap episode. And this is going to be interesting because this will be Lindsay and Eric's very first time to really recall uh, what it was like, what, you know, what was uh, different than their expectation, what matched their expectation, how is their experience, is it something that they could see themselves doing again, you know, all of those things. And I plan on, uh, I plan on releasing that midweek, uh, so keep a lookout uh, for that. And then uh, Monday, uh, I plan to work from Galveston. Uh, we actually have uh, a location, the company that I work for has 1,400 locations across the country, uh, and there is a actual location five minutes from my condo. So I'm going to work from Galveston on Monday, and then I will drive home late that afternoon because at that point I will have been gone uh, from home since Thursday, which I know doesn't sound like a long time, but this is a relatively close race for me. And under the circumstances, that's that's quite a few days to have been gone from both my wife and my puppy dog, Fenway. And then it's on to the next thing, right? I don't want to look past this experience, but we do have some some cool things upcoming. Uh, I have uh, committed in principle to running a half marathon uh, May 7th with some coworkers. Uh, and then, of course, I have Ironman 70.3 Chattanooga uh, May 22nd. So I will be 
I'll be looking for uh, an outdoor ride or two uh, late April, early May. Uh, I know Lindsay has been riding with a group, so I don't know if I can um, meet up with that group or if there is a, a, you know, an organized charity ride. So I'll I'll scope the uh, or I'll scour the internet, see what I can find, because I am pretty excited to to get back out on my bike. I haven't mentioned it uh, yet, but I bought some tri rig scoops uh, over Christmas. So if you're not familiar, uh, tri rig is a company that makes um, aftermarket parts, kind of like profile design or something like that, right? Uh, I bought tri-rig aero brakes for my Trek Speed Concept, and um, they sell, among other things, they sell armrests. And these armrests, they sell them in a couple different variations, but I got the the standard scoop. They're probably eight inches long, uh, as opposed to the original one, which was about three inches, and they really hug your forearm. So instead of having all the pressure of your upper body on three inches of padding, it it really distributes it across your almost your entire forearm, like you're doing a like a plank. And I'm very very uh, satisfied with them. While I'm on the trainer, they're very comfortable. But I'm really looking forward to how they feel outdoors because the outer edge of the scoop comes up a lot higher than my original armrest. So I should maintain more control and stability outdoors uh, and into turns. So I'm really excited about that. Something that I was excited about um, and I'm I'm still hopeful that I'll be excited about is I ordered a, uh, a rocker plate um, for my bike trainer. So um, I ordered a rocker pod light rocker plate. It's the small version, so it goes just underneath the trainer. It has three uh, ribs that allow the plate to rock side to side to be able to give you that real uh, outdoor sensation when you're riding indoors. Unfortunately, uh, it, it came yesterday damaged. Uh, I have reached out to the customer service and I'm confident that they'll make it right, but I was excited. I thought I'd be able to use it this weekend on my long Saturday ride. So I'll have to wait just a little bit uh, longer for that. Uh, so hopefully, uh, I think I've caught you up with everything uh, where I'm at so far. Hopefully you found that uh, interesting. Next week, uh, I will return with an amazing athlete profile. I had the opportunity to speak to Davin Maine a few weeks back, so you will definitely want to hear his story. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you have any questions, advice that you would like to share, or would like to be a guest on the show and share your story, you can email everydayironmanpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to follow on Instagram at everydayironmanpodcast. Until next time, keep moving forward.